Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We just recorded Nerds in Love for the first time in two months, so that was great. Nice to revisit that. It was kind of nice, too, because we we used to do it weekly, and now we do it like every two months, and I find it so refreshing to come back and get Mm -hmm. some media emails and stuff. So go listen to that if you haven't already. It's kind of like riding a bicycle. We just kind of picked up where we left off. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Some some other metaphor like that. I don't think that's a great metaphor, but I'll just go with it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're like... I was just thinking, I was trying to make a really bad joke of none of those emails had to deal with Oh no, my mom and my teacher made out a parent-teacher day. No, but Ugh. now now you're probably going to have people that write those in, and we're going to have to make sure that they're legitimate. <laughs> yeah. People want that, like, 10 seconds of fame. They're like, hey, by the way, Mike. They're going to talk about some girl at their school named London or something. <laughs> <Except Paris. laughs> yeah. This girl at my school, France. <laughs> you know. I got a teacher at my school called uh, Rax Radina. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, now there's somebody who's like, well, there goes my idea. Um, We're pretty smart. We'll catch it. Yeah. If you, I'm going to have a little little script that's going to search all emails for Rax Radina. And if you try it, mm-hmm. or Tax there Radina. You, go. Or well, you do that. You spend that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about, uh, Gilmore Girls, the 11th episode of season one. We, we it's kind of amazing because we do two of these a week, but like, I, we're going I'm a surprise, this, yeah. I'm, we're mm-hmm. going through this pretty quickly. We're already on the 11th episode. Like, I think we're almost halfway, we're almost over halfway done the first season at this point. I know, I was, I was wondering if that was right, and so I had to double check. Yeah. I was like, how did this go by? But yeah, we do record two a week. Yeah. Which is good. You know, I think if we did, like, one episode a week, it would take, like, a lot longer. But um, right, doing uh, two a week, yeah, because there's 21 episodes in the season. And, yeah, we're doing the 11th and 12th. So, yeah, we're just We're halfway over. done. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Um, it's kind of a good... It, these episodes were good for a halfway point, though. I think so. Yeah. So, we got characters established and... And we got to see... Doing our characters. A, a few of the storylines kind of come together a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I think thus far there's been a lot of stuff that goes on at the school and stuff that goes on outside of the school. And this episode kind of, mm-hmm. like, brought everything together and it obviously didn't right. go well. But, hey, you know what? Right. We got a bit of a combination of um, the different plot points there. And and we get Max Medina. Yeah, who... Uh, <laughs> So you do you feel the same way that I do about Max Medina that I'm just like ugh he's he's insufferable yeah I don't I'm not a big oh insufferable is a good word that's a good word for it <laughs> there's something about him that's just that's kind of creepy to me I think like the the this episode in particular where Lorelai breaks up with him which I, you know what I'm just gonna say Lorelai should have followed her gut but um yeah oh to break up with him and not try to work it out. Or... Yeah, yeah. Like she originally breaks up with him, and then he talks her out of it. And Sookie's like, "You're at your death two month mark. This is when you always bold." Yeah, but then he breaks up with her at the end. Right. Like what an asshole. Like oh no. 
And then not only that, but through this entire dumbass process, he manages to embarrass Rory too at the same time. Like, it's just terrible. Like that the decorum was not there. Yeah. So, well, did you get the feeling that he was breaking up with her as some kind of like spite breakup because she broke up with him first and he was going to make sure that he did it to her? I feel like that. that yeah. I okay. got that impression. Like okay. he, like a, it was a power trip thing for him. Like he wanted mm -hmm. to end that relationship with him on top, which is terrible. He's just not a good right. person, that Max Medina. I don't like him. And just his name. Max I apologize name Max Medina. <laughs> yeah, if you're actually named Max Medina, I apologize, but your namesake's being slandered right now by Max But Medina. I'm also kind of wondering, you know, that was good of Sookie to point out, hey, at the two-month mark, you run, but it also made Lorelai question her judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, basic synopsis of this episode is that uh yeah rory and max they kind of they get a little more serious but then lorelei panics and decides to break up with max but uh during a parent teacher interview night uh, they get a little hot and heavy and you know of all people who of course has to find out but paris who paris she oh. I, I still find it so weird that like not too long ago, it seemed like her and Rory were, like, pseudo on good terms. Like, she's like, you want to go to Harvard, too? Me, too. Oh, we can be, you know, we'll be at the same it's campus. Truth. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then it seems like they've gone back on that. So, that, that seems a little weird, but uh, right. I, I do like this idea that, yeah, of course it was Paris who finds out, and of course she's going to tell the entire school. Right. Yeah, which... Uh, that fits. That fits her character. Yeah. Because she wants to get the attention off of her. Yes. Right, because her parents are getting divorced. And that I guess that kind of fit the character too, right? That she would rather have slander somebody else or talk about buying somebody else's back yes. than have people talk about her. And then the friends who basically dump her because the parents are getting divorced and they're all in the paper and everything. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as she starts talking about Lorelai and the teacher... The two friends are back together in Paris again. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, maybe maybe you need to have a talk about, you know, friendships and healthy friendships. They have no allegiance whatsoever. No. Um but yeah. Uh yeah. But we get to see more of the school and what's his yeah. face? Tristan. Oh yeah, Tristan. I'm 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 oh, I'm over with I'm done with Max I'm done with Tristan I'm done with these toxic males. <laughs> you moved on. I don't need them in my life. Uh, neither do does you. Work. So what do you think would have changed if this show came out today? I think Tristan would be like he would try to pretend to be a little more woke or PC mm -hmm. than he is. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but ultimately, deep down, you know, he would be still be a terrible person. But he would like be a little more manipulative in terms of being like. I understand, you know, how it is for a woman in nowadays, but then he would go and like he'd be like look covert. Yeah. Yeah, he would okay. still be a douchebag, but just slightly better at maybe hiding it. But because remember the show came out the, the point in time we're watching it now mm -hmm. is pre Facebook. Yeah. Because Facebook came out in two thousand five. Yeah. If you look at it that way, this is this is one of the last shows with teenagers in it before Facebook hit. Yeah. Um so interesting take on you know what that would look like now with all the various social media true um also do you get suki asking out jackson which i thought was pretty nice finally 
Yeah. Because that whole vegetable banter was getting old. <laughs> yeah. It also was like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but it always seems so obvious. Like, I, I feel right. like it, it, it feels obvious that, like, say, for instance, Lorelai and Luke will be together, but then it's not because, you know, they Lorelai's with uh, Max and, you know, you know, so there, there's some ways where I'm like, okay, this isn't so obvious, but like the Suki Jackson, like they pretty much had that report right away. So it was like, uh, made sense. They were going to, uh, so, so if you're a Lorelai and Jackson's, was it Jackson? Yeah. No. What's the, what's the vegetable guy's name again? Oh, uh, Jackson. Yeah. This okay. Is, so yeah. who's the guy that's the town guy that. Who's the guy that sounds like Jackson? Taylor. 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 That doesn't sound like Jackson. No, I was going to say so... not really, but I'll give you some points for that. <laughs> so when Lorelai is at the door and she hears the cousin of Jackson speaking so badly of her, mm-hmm. would you have still gone on the date? I think I would have excused myself, but I also see where she wanted to be there for Sookie, but I don't know if I could have put myself through that. What would you have yeah. done? Would you have gone on the date? Oh, like when um, when she was th- he was saying how tall she was and you know really being just an absolute jerk. Yeah, I don't know. Ridiculing her appearance. I mean, I wouldn't have really done it, but you know, I think I think she, you know she, she kind of just uh, let the feelings take over at that point. I don't know. Oh, that she would just want to make Sookie happy and support her? Yeah. Okay. See, I probably wouldn't have gone. I would have had just a philosophical, you know, issue. But again, you know, it's your friend, and they're inviting you because they're nervous. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the next episode, I think. Is it really? I'm when they go on their confused. double date, but I mean... Oh, yeah, wait, wait, which one's this? <laughs> this is the one where they make out, or... um max and oh that was a whole you know those two that's why i was getting so confused i was like wait i was trying to remember what was this okay so we're skipping ahead but anyways back to this episode but you know i think it's part of our charms that we skip ahead but and now you can listen to the next episode yeah tie that all together that's a tease for next episode okay so we'll skip that part um but but now we're getting the whole max medina issue okay they kiss at school yeah lorelei apparently pushes a little further because she makes a comment that, you know, he kissed her, but then she, what, she took it to PG-13, she said, or something. And I like, too, that was. despite, like, everything that Paris has done to, like, be just a terrible person to Rory, she still offers to be mm-hmm. Paris's friend. Which is interesting. She doesn't have to be, obviously, but it goes to show Rory's character that, you know, it it's sort of you know you still see that good side of Rory where she goes like hey let's let's be we could be friends like I thought that was that yeah was a that nice she's touch. crying yeah well because she yeah and she sympathized with the fact that here's someone that is in the middle of her parents drama that's being broadcast in the city paper yeah and and yeah, is this the one where the mom is yelling at the kid? Like the mom's yelling at Paris. You can kind of see where Paris gets some of her insecurity from yeah. with the mom yelling at her about her skin. And yeah, because it was the parent-teacher day, so I think yeah, you got the mom, the mom uh, yelling at her, and yeah, the mom's just a terrible person, just being ruthless. Yeah, yeah, just ruthless. And and that's her. Lorelai's like, oh, you know, aren't you glad that I'm your mom or whatever? 
Yeah. Because exactly. the, I think Rory in the beginning was like, you know, don't wear this, wear this, you know, you have to go. Because she wasn't even going to go until the grandmother called her out on it, right? Yeah. Because she wasn't getting the newsletter. She wasn't reading the newsletter. And I, I, that kind of surprised me because you would think that, I mean, I know that Lorelai's got a lot of time constraints, but you would think that she would be up to date on the parent-teacher night or day or whatever it was. Yeah. That kind of surprised me. Yeah. That seemed out of character a little bit. So after, like, all this breakup and the drama that it brings, Lorelai thinks, you know what, I'm going to apologize to Max and I'm going to, you know, reverse my position. And what does Max do? The <laughs> ultimate jerk move. He goes, <laughs> nah, you know what? I think I'm going to break up with you. What a right. jerk. <laughs> what a, oh, just, if you didn't hate Max Medina before this, you're going to hate him now. Like, I mean, maybe he just kind of knew. Maybe he knew that's where it was going. Yeah. I think he was like, it's not you, it's mean. But by that, he meant like, it's not you that's breaking up with me. It's me that's breaking up with you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that was just a really odd. Uh, I didn't see that comment. Did you when you first saw it? Uh, You know what? No, because I think in in the sense like you think of these like a little micro stories within the episodes that like everything mm -hmm. largely gets resolved by the end. So I think right. I kind of forgot like what happens in this episode, which was kind of refreshing because mm -hmm. when I watched it, I'm like, Oh, I forget what happens. But then I remembered like when I was just watching, like, no, you know, she doesn't get, like he rejects her. And I think it goes yeah. to sort of like a, you know, this, this is sometimes happens. Like sometimes <laughs> in the, in real life, Things will wrap up by the end of the episode. So, I don't know. I kind of like that in a way. It was right. kind of refreshing that, yeah, not everything is resolved right away. And that even though Lorelai is told by Sookie you have this two-month thing, and, you know, we were talking about in the Nerds and Love podcast about different attachment issues. And, yeah. and I had said that, you know, I think Lorelai may have some avoidant tendencies. So here's Sookie saying, you know, two months, every time in two months, what the cha-cha. <laughs> and um, that you back away. Mm -hmm. And and here she actually had a valid reason to back away. Yeah. Um, you know that her gut was telling her that this was that Rory was getting too close to him, and maybe she just didn't feel that way. I you know their chemistry. I think that some actors have chemistry and some don't, and I don't think that's something. I don't know if that has anything to do with sometimes just acting ability. I think some people have chemistry and some people don't. Yeah. And I don't think that these two actors had the chemistry. Oh, um, Max and Lorelai. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard to buy, you know, and Rory's like, you've been spending every day with him. Like, you just, you didn't get that feeling from looking at them, that they were that connected. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's basically it for what happens in the episode. Obviously, it's not the end of our conversation, but yeah, you kind of end the episode with Rory consoling Lorelai, you know, she breaks down realizing just how badly things went and yeah um do you have a favorite performance this episode i think the conversation between rory and paris is good i like the dialogue that they had and that, that rory was like hey you know what you're going through is terrible and i i just like the whole thing that rory's still like you know you're human you've been through some stuff and you know i don't hate you Mm -hmm. I, I kind of know why you're doing this. Yeah. And that to me would be more powerful than yelling at her in the hallway or something. It's just like, I know why this happened. And then Paris admits to it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked Rory's acting in that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, Rory does a really great job in this episode. Mm-hmm. Our, um, the actress that plays Rory, Alexis Bedell, she does a great job right, in this right. episode. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I, I, I mean, I, I know who it is, and we'll get to that in a bit, but I I don't know. Yeah, I guess this, I would say, I'm, I'm going to say actually Paris. I thought Paris, uh, the actor that plays her, Liza well, mm-hmm. uh, did such a great job of giving her some dimension, but also still keeping right. her, 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 her scratch, I guess. <laughs> you know, like she's still, the cat's mm-hmm. got bite. You know, she's still not 100% great, but you sort of see some dimension of her. And I think Liza Wilde did such a great job of fleshing her out. Right, because it could have become a Disney villain kind of thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was it was it was somewhat restrained in all the right places. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, least favorite. Do you have a least Anything favorite? Tristan in it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, you know, I'm gonna say Max Medina. I don't like Max Medina. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. The actor that plays him, I'm just, I endorse that. I'm not a not a not a fan. I'm, I hate to say I, this. What but... else has he been in? Something else that we could compare it to? I don't recognize him. Uh, let's see. I know he was in a show recently. Oh really? Um, let's see here. Scott Cohen. By the way, he has aged in a way he still looks almost similar to how he did on Gilmore Girls. Um, oh, wow. Let's see. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to say the exact opposite of that. Like he's just aged poorly. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's aged really well. Okay. Yeah. He looks relatively the yeah. same, funny enough. Let's see. He was in a huh. show called Big Dogs. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's was the little... material or do you think it's him? He was in the show The Americans, which is it's actually a legitimately really good oh, show. Oh, yeah. What are you playing The Americans? Glenn Haskard. Oh, so. That doesn't ring a bell, but that doesn't mean anything. No. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a good actor. I just think, yeah. I, I don't like Max Medina. I think he he's given the right amount of insufferableness, but yeah. I I think there's not enough there to, like, make Max seem likable. Like... I, right. I, I understand why they didn't flush that out enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like obviously Lorelai likes him, but I just don't see why she likes him. And I think it's but in the why? performance. Like, right? I need. I want to see a little more out of Max of why Lorelai likes him, and it seems there a is a forced. narcissist bent to him. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, that's... I say that as I talk right over you. <laughs> well, like, you know, no, I'm it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know what? I, yeah, not a, not a fan of this. He lied about about the you know, and why not? Like, when they're talking about the Asabuco, and he and you know, oh, it was like the story he told about the neighbor and stuff. Mm. I thought that's kind of funny. And she's like, oh, yeah, old girlfriend, right? Well, why didn't he just say that to begin with? Yeah, you yeah. know, like, the, what's the big deal if you learn that from your old girlfriend? Yeah, I guess. 
and then making up a whole cute story that tells me that wow he made up a pretty detailed story that's mm -hmm. interesting yeah when he no. could just say oh, yeah my girlfriend yeah i, but I like that she called him out on it yeah it's like, let's just let's just get over the awkwardness yeah but see i would have believed the the neighbor story the old neighbor i would have totally bought that yeah so yeah um, i thought i i found it be a little bit dishonest in some ways mm -hmm. um do you have a favorite reference from this episode there were a lot and i can't yeah. think of one it did feel like this there was a lot of references yeah um yeah last yeah, oh, i cannot think of I'll, the reference i did like the nancy kerrigan tanya harding one oh yeah that's yeah, that sort was, of in those yeah. ones that like i think a certain age people would right um well know. and also the movie with margot robbie so yeah. maybe more familiar with maybe it. people yeah it feels like something like i know because of my age but yeah i guess that's true that was that guess how old were you when that happened that was 94 right i would have been like so six, how old were you when it... do you remember it when it happened i think i remember it like a little bit afterwards but maybe not like directly right away uh, ah okay okay um was that good sorry was it was the movie with margot robbie good I saw parts of it. But I, I thought it was good. Yeah, because you obviously see everything from Tanya's perspective, so I think it humanized her a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that was that was the reference I liked. Yeah, because they were talking about what the ice skating that they do every year or something. Or yeah, the, I think they 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 were going ice skating, and um, my partner pointed it out that. To, I, well, actually, I mentioned I, I said I don't like Lorelai's outfit in this. It was like all black with some little white poofy parts, and she had pigtails. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't like this look. And she's like, oh, That's right. how people dress back then. And I'm like, That's fair. <laughs> you have to. I have to. Admit. Really? I don't. I don't remember people dressing like that. I don't think but so either. But apparently they did. Then again, I live in the south, so <laughs> we don't, yeah, we don't have like ponds we ice skate on stuff. So, um, but it's. I think the way she was dressed too was some allusion to, to Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. I think too. What was the exact statement she said? Because I think it had something to do with what they were wearing. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was what they were wearing. I think it was more so like just uh, a, uh, uh, yeah, like what I they think, do when they're out nice. Yeah, I think Lorelai said like Rory and I have a skating date, and then Rory said I'm Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Oh, so that's okay. what yeah, so we'll I, I don't think it was based off of the looks. Um, but that's all. That's an interesting thing to look at, though, is that how, and I think the Tiny Hardy movie addresses this, how they were portrayed based on background, each of the skaters. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just an interesting study in class. And yeah. classism. I don't know if I even said that right, but. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to delve into that. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite quote that wasn't a reference from this episode? I think just the one where Rory was calling out Paris and going, oh, this is why you did this. I thought that was just so brilliantly executed because she just gets to the point. Yeah, I like that too. Because it's Rory it's understanding like, I, things. Like, mm -hmm. she's young, but she knows so much in the way right. of, like, what's going on in, in life. For someone with, you know, relatively less life experience for her age... 
Yeah. I mean, I know part of that's the writers, but the way she said that was so succinct. And that Paris was just like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That she didn't even fight it. She's like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my favorite part. Yeah. Um, any behind the scenes trivia for this episode? I'm looking it up to see. Um, I like that Luke was um, was sharpening her skate blades. Yeah, you know, was... he, you know, it's interesting because like I think everyone when they watch this for the first time are like, oh yeah, Luke and Lorelai they got to hook up, but like they're just good friends, and like sometimes that's good too. Like the fact that he With just potential. yeah, you know, the, the fact that he you know cleans her skates and all that that's just a nice thing to do. Doesn't have to be romantic, right. although I definitely think he's got eyes for her. So right, um, yeah. Uh, there was one scene um, when Max is reading Emily Dickinson. You can actually see see somebody holding the um, the somebody operating one of the microphones. Oh really? Yeah. You can see a boom mic in the in the shot. Yeah, it was. Oh, at first, it was like through the window, and then you can see it like at the top of the screen. So, uh, is this where she borrows the book and then and then returns it to him? Yeah, this is yeah. It. Okay, where she's like, yeah, I didn't even bother to read it. I read the first page. What was the mm-hmm. book again? Uh, it was Swan's Way by Marcel Proust. Hmm. And then he just happens to bring up the book at the parent teacher night. I'm like, oh, that's like Max video. Yeah. yeah. That he didn't have his copy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I did like, too, that uh, Rory was like, you know what that means when he gives you a book? He's read it. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, I would hope he's read it. Oh, right. Right. Um, oh, and I also like Emily at the beginning of the show, too, with the whole, you know, newsletter and the banter, because they're so quick with their banter, and that's that just that's the Paladino's writing style. But I love that the banner is so quick. Yeah. At the at the dinner. About the owls. This is the one that started the owls and you haven't read about the owls and the owls are in the newsletter and you know, she's like, Well, if you've read it, what's on the cover? And she goes, you know, a kid in a in a plaid skirt. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, It's an owl and she goes, it's an owl in a plaid skirt. Yeah. You're like they just banter back and forth. I just love that. And no Richard this episode. Boo. No Richard. Although it's like interesting because yeah, it always says special appearance by, and then you realize like he doesn't show up as often as Emily does. So, right. Um, okay. Which is interesting because this is supposed to be right after his heart attack, right? So you'd think they would, you know, check in on him or something like that, right? So. Right. Maybe he was upstairs taking a nap. That's what I want to guess. He was taking time. They don't himself. really say. They don't say he's traveling, right? Yeah, no, they don't really say that he's just not there. So he's just not there, right? Yeah. It's okay if he skips dinner, but they can't. Let's see how this works. <laughs> yeah, double standard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you give this uh, episode a score of? I'm give it an eight. I okay. thought it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I. It might be the last we see of Max Medina, so I'd give it an eight. <laughs> Pump it up for that. Um, right. Okay. I, you know what? I'm gonna give this a seven. This episode was, ah. was good, but I just, I don't know. I the too many insufferable characters. I don't like Max, and I don't mm-hmm. like Tristan, and 
there was a lot of Max in this episode, and I was just not a fan. I, I could have done with less Max in my life. But What was Tristan doing this episode? Because I got that confused with what he did in the next episode. What was his deal in this episode? I think he was what just... Was, what jerky thing was he doing? I can't even remember. Was he just present? Maybe he was just present. he was staring at her last time, right? Hmm? Yeah. Or last think... episode. Most recent episode. Yeah. I think he was just... I think he was okay. just staring at her, being weird. You know... I think um, he was present. That's, he was all, pre- that's all that was needed. He was just there. He was just there. <laughs> it doesn't just... take when he's breathing. No. No. Uh, uh, do you hear my jaw pop? My jaw just popped. Ow. That's the. That's that loud that, crunchy noise you just heard. That's mm-hmm. the effect that uh, Tristan has. <laughs> my jaw on the hinge. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can check uh, check out Steph over at stephaniesarkis dot com. Uh, Gaslighting's the book on uh, Amazon. You know, great book. Read it when I was uh, in Mexico, and it was a great read. Even if you're not in Mexico, just read Gaslighting the book. It was actually really interesting to read it and think of like, well, at the time, the forty fifth, and uh, the what? Know, the forty fifth or forty fifth? Oh, oh yeah, I've already kind of erased that. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot um, of people have, right? I, I was thinking or Emily of, Gilmore, hmm? Or yeah, yeah, Emily Gilmore. She's a bit of a gaslighter too, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's interesting that she's a gaslighter, but you also get the impression that she cares a little bit. She's not like totally unredeemable, but she definitely has some gaslighting oh. elements. Well, I think sure. that's a tricky thing that that when people are in relationships with people like this, they're not bad a hundred percent of the time. It'd be a lot yeah. easier to leave if you're bad all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and uh, yeah, Talking Braids is your other podcast. We also do Nerds in Love. Uh, we, we aren't going to be doing it as frequently, but there's still like a ton of back episodes. So if you've never listened to that, there's... We just did one. Yeah, That's we just did one. Good. Um, somebody emailed me the other day. They said they started listening for the first time, and I'm like, You've got oh, great. years worth of advice to take. Yay! In. So, good luck. Why not? Why not during the quarantine and pandemic? Why not just brush up on your dating advice? And then you think about it when it Let's ends, it. you'll be like a lean, mean dating machine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I'm over at threegreeners.com. We always have some goofy fun over there, whether we're doing movie commentaries or uh, doing other stuff. And I know, um, you know, you, you've showed up on a few of the other stuff like we did. Um, I have. The Clueless commentary. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Yeah. We should have, well, we should plan on another commentary one of these days with you. That was that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, cut, cut back on the fashion <laughs> trivia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know... <laughs> She's wearing a something something. You guys are like, uh huh. Yeah, moving right along. <laughs> You're like, let me point out the style from the '90s that you have no idea about. And we're like, huh? We were wearing Power <laughs> Rangers pants, Steph. No. Right, and then and then how an hour the the color tones of what she was wearing changed throughout the series. Yeah, throughout the movie, and you guys were like, that's great. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was um, so much fun. It was. Yeah, that one's like pretty well regarded. People give me some good feedback on that. So, but I have to give you guys credit because even when I was talking about that stuff, you guys were like, "Uh huh, yeah, yeah." Well, you know, so you is- made me feel heard. 
Even mm-hmm. if like sometimes I don't get it, I'm like, you know what? I'm listening. You know, Listen. <laughs> gotta take it all in. Even if I don't get it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So we'll see you all next time, where we're gonna talk about uh the next episode, which is double date. I can't imagine. But you heard me talk about this episode. And I can't imagine anything will go wrong whatsoever. No. Bye for now. Bye. (laughs)